Folks, what does everyone do when shopping online? Well, you jump to the reviews and you see what customers actually think. Well, Bull and Branch did the hard work for you. In a recent customer survey, 96% said Bull and Branch sheets get softer with every single wash. Bull and Branch sheets are made from the finest 100% organic cotton threads on planet Earth. Buttery to the touch, super breathable. Bull and Branch sheets are perfect for both cooler and warmer months. Their luxurious signature hem sheets were made without pesticides, formaldehyde, or other harsh chemicals. They really do get softer with every single wash. Best of all, Bull and Branch gives you a 30-night risk-free trial with free shipping. Returns on all orders. You're not going to want to return them. We love our Bull & Branch product. In fact, when I'm on the road, I actually travel with their cable knit throw blanket. It is that good. Their product is just awesome. After a long day, nothing feels better than a restful night's sleep in the softest, most luxurious sheets. Sleep better at night with the softest sheets from Bull & Branch. Get 15% off your very first order when you use code BEN at bullandbranch.com. That's Bull & Branch, spelled B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com. Promo code BEN. Exclusions apply. See site for details, bullandbranch.com. Megan the Stallion teaches me a lesson about true equality and female empowerment. Joe Biden is in Europe, but he has no idea he's in Europe. And the Chinese and Russians are about to eat Biden's lunch. I'm Ben Shapiro. This is The Ben Shapiro Show. This show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Don't like big tech and the government spying on you? Visit expressvpn.com slash Ben. Get to all the actual news in just a moment. But first, I rarely do this. But today, I have a really important confession to make. I've rethought my entire perspective on equality, femininity, female empowerment. See, I used to believe that women deserved respect because of all the incredible things they do and accomplish. I looked to my wife as a model for a woman who deserves respect, a wife, a mother of three, doctor, community member, a wonderful person. But I have rethought all of that because of a new Megan the Stallion video brilliantly titled, Thought. I was made aware of this video because some of my viewers notified me. The reviewers of the video had said that the song, Thought, was directed at me, to which I responded, what does thought mean? And also, isn't Megan the Stallion, the woman who, for some reason, has a middle name that means you, when it should actually just specify the definite article? But then I watched her stunning music video and whole vistas of philosophy were made available to me. New revelations with regard to human excellence were divulged. The light shone forth. I was converted to Megan the Stallion's brilliant worldview. As Balaam's ass made to him known the wishes of the divine, so too did Megan the Stallion's ass make known to all of us the platonic meaning of true womanhood. For truly, civilization has rarely been graced with a poet of such magnificence, a, geni a genius of such magnitude, an icon of such genius. I could go on, and I will. But first, I wish to share her revelation, and it is a revelation, with us all. For Megan the Stallion, yes, my friends, the Stallion is not the mere definite article, but within you, comes to share a message. And we can do little but gape in awe at her astonishing, inspiring intellect, insight, sagacity. Ah, ye gods, that we should have twerking among us, such a paradigm of sheer perspicacity, sophistication, and enlightenment. Grateful we all should be to live in such a glorious time. Now, to her extraordinary, incandescent, resplendent music video. Hello? Look, mother The women that you accidentally trying to step on or everybody that you depend on. They treat your diseases. They cook your meals. They haul your trash. They drive your ambulances. They guard you while you sleep. They control every part of your life. Do not f with them. 
by Odin's beard. The heartbreaking wisdom. By Zeus's anvil, the Aristotelian insight. By Thor's great hammer, the extraordinary non-objectification and empowerment, the originality, the virtuosity, the percipience, the praise. It is all too little. We must investigate the supreme quality of Megan the Stallion's groundbreaking work with an E. The true Shakespearean artistic fluidity, rhyming thought with both profit and toxic, but also rhyming venom with dinner, and also somehow finding the room to use the word 12 times, 44 times, 24 times, five times, and the N-word seven times, all in just under three minutes. And in this song, we learn that Megan Thee Stallion will soon, at the shockingly prodigious age of just 26, graduate from the prestigious Texas Southern University with a degree in health administration. As she says, 2021, finna graduate college. The true empowerment of this song, hands on my knees, shaking on my thought, post me a pic, find a make me a prophet. Yes, true female empowerment is to be found in profiting from your thought. The true beauty which lies within exposed in this song. I walk around the house butt naked and I stop at every mirror just to stare at my own posterior. Yes, meaning is to be found in gazing narcissist-like into the gaping maw of your own the true honor and love. We ain't even speaking if the N-word ain't spending. Yes, indeed, true love and honor can only be found in having sex with men based purely on the amount of lucre they spend on you. Yes, a thousand times yes. Hands on my knees, shaking on my thought. Indeed, indeed. After seeing this unbelievably brilliant music video, I actually respect my own wife less today because she decided to be an actual doctor and went to college and medical school and residency rather than going to Party City, buying a hot doctor outfit and then twerking for the pleasure of millions of men while reserving her sexual favors only for those who pay her the most money. My wife, she just did not understand the true uniqueness of womanhood, instead opted to get married, bear children, care for those children, hold a job rather than dressing up in a slutty public sanitation worker outfit and running over fake conservative senators in a garbage truck. Truly, Megan the Stallion has set forth an awe-inspiring vision of femininity and womanhood. May we all remember her contribution to humanity as we forge forth to ever greater civilizational heights. All righty, we'll get to all the news in just one moment. First, let us talk about the fact that my kids keep me up all night. And then I wake up in the morning and I have to do shows like this one. And that means I need my coffee. But there is one coffee that I hold by. I'm talking to you, of course, about Black Rifle Coffee. Black Rifle Coffee is here to help fuel you along your way this summer. Black Rifle Coffee Company. It's a veteran-owned coffee company serving premium coffee to people who love America. Veteran CEO and founder Evan Hafer spent over seven years on the ground overseas with U.S. Special Forces and as a CIA contractor. Black Rifle is continually committed to supporting veteran law enforcement and first responder causes. 
And this summer, Black Rifle invites you to enjoy your coffee. By that, they don't just mean the great taste of America's coffee, but it's more about the places you drink it, the passion and adventure it fuels and inspires the entertainment Black Rifle serves along the way. Because Black Rifle is here to fuel you. They import high-quality coffee beans from all over the world. They roast five days a week at their facilities in Manchester, Tennessee, and Salt Lake City, Utah. The team at Black Rifle is continually researching and experimenting with new roasting methods and coffee origins. Let me tell you, I rely on Black Rifle coffee every single morning. Fuel your summer with America's coffee, Black Rifle coffee. Go to blackriflecoffee.com slash Shapiro to get 20% off your purchase and your first coffee club order. That is blackriflecoffee.com slash Shapiro. It is coffee that will wake you up, but will not make you woke. <laughs> go check them out right now. Blackriflecoffee.com slash Shapiro. Alrighty, so in actual news, Joe Biden has been abroad. The big problem is Joe Biden doesn't actually know he's abroad. Essentially, Joe Biden's tenure thus far is a lot like the Anthony Hopkins movie, The Father. He's just wandering around, not knowing where he is and confused all the time. It's essentially an outtake from the Super Bowl of the weekend, wandering through mirror-lined hallways, weirdly bumping into things. That is Joe Biden abroad. And we were told, of course, that Donald Trump had shamed America on the world stage, and now America is back, baby. America's back. In fact, Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, he says, the foreigners love us again. The Europeans, they love us. They love us so much. Yeah, you know what the Europeans love? They love when you give them what they want because politics is a power game. And the reality is the Europeans know that Joe Biden thinks more like they do. Here is Anthony Blinken. There was a major poll that just came out that showed that across those countries, 75% of the people uh, on average now have confidence in American leadership uh, and in President Biden. That's up from 17% a year ago. So we're now in a position where when it comes to dealing with Russia and the challenges it poses or dealing with China and the challenges it poses, we can uh, come with a much more uh, united front. Oh, is that what's going to happen? A united front. Or maybe it's that the Europeans are comfortable that we have a doddering old fool in the White House who is never going to challenge any of their preconceived notions about either Russia or Iran, about the Middle East. They're just going to do whatever the Europeans would like them to do. And why exactly would they feel threatened by Joe Biden? I mean, this is the, this is the key to Joe Biden. He is perfectly unthreatening because, again, near corpses are not threatening. This is why the right is not really glomming on to attacking Biden, because how do you attack a houseplant, as I've said many times before. So Joe Biden, over and over on this trip, he demonstrated that he is, in fact, barely sentient. I mean, it's, it, it's embarrassing. Hey, there are folks in America who said that Donald Trump was an embarrassment on the world stage because he was so brusque and because he said crazy things. And Fine. It is embarrassing to have a president of the United States who is wandering into walls. Okay, that is... That is <laughs> we, we've gotten to a certain point in American life when these are the people that we choose to be presidents of the United States. Okay, so... Joe Biden led off the G7 by mixing up Libya with Syria three times. He was trying to talk about how he was standing up to the Russians. And also, we were going to work with the Russians to end the bloodshed in Syria. But he missed by 1,400 miles. Libya is nowhere near Syria. In fact, it's not technically even on the same landmass. Syria is up there in that Middle Eastern landmass. And Libya is down there in Africa. Here is Joe Biden missing the mark by, oh, about 1,400 miles. Three times. In Libya, we should be opening up the, 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 the passes to be able to go through and provide, uh, provide uh, um, food assistance and economic assistance. I mean, and for example, the rebuilding of, uh, of, uh, of Syria, of, uh, of Libya, of, you know, this is, they're there. So I'm hopeful that we can find an accommodation that where we can save the lives of people in, for example, in uh, in Libya. Okay, so um, here's the thing. 
that's the wrong place. Indy, they're digging in the wrong place. So Joe Biden doesn't know where he is and he doesn't know where Syria is. Also, he gets very angry when you ask him simple questions. So Joe Biden was asked about what he is going to do to stand up to the Russians and the Chinese. And, and Joe Biden was like growling at the reporters. He's like, I need more time. I mean, first of all, I don't know what happened to his voice here. Suddenly he became one of the demons from Poltergeist. This is real weird stuff. You've kept in place some Trump era steel and aluminum sanctions. And I wanted to ask you, when you're having these conversations with European allies who are very concerned about these sanctions, how do you justify that? And what are your plans? 120 days. Give me a break. Need time. 120 days. Give me a break. Need time. Dude, what is going on? What is happening right now? Okay, and it was consistent. It was like across the entire G7. So first of all, the G7 is always weird, right? You always get these weird pictures of these world leaders awkwardly associating with one another. This time they opened their picture. Uh, Their opening picture was of the G7 leaders in Cornwall, like on a beach in Cornwall. And they look like they just beamed it down, except that Angela Merkel was wearing a red jacket. So she's the one who goes first, right? Is usually the way that this works. But Joe Biden, just he's not with us. Okay, in the middle of one of his press conferences, he starts talking again about how he's going to get in trouble with his own staff if he answers unapproved questions. He does this all the time, by the way. He's saying the quiet part out loud. He's actually reading the stage direction from the teleprompter. So here is Joe Biden doing that again. Uh, I'm sorry I'm going to get in trouble with staff. I don't do this the right way. Jennifer Jacob Bloomberg. I have to I have to I only answer questions from the people on my staff tells me to answer broccoli. Okay, and then he um, he tried to introduce the president of South Africa after Boris Johnson already had, leading the entire G7 to laugh at him. Things are going swimmingly. President, I'm a pleasure, President Moon, in just a minute. And the president of South Africa. And, and, and the president uh, of South Africa, as, 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 I, as I said earlier. Oh, you did? I did not. I certainly did. Joe, they're laughing at you, not with you, Joe. So Boris Johnson reminds Joe Biden, the president of the United States, that he already introduced the person that Joe Biden just tried to introduce. Everybody starts laughing at Joe Biden, and Joe Biden awkwardly starts laughing along. Yes, all is well on the international stage. Um, Joe Biden got lost in the wrong cafe and had to be ushered away by a young female aide, apparently. Uh, this, this was put out by ITV News. So he's just walking around the G7. He's supposed to be in a particular place. Where is his staff? What are they doing? He, wa- he just wanders into a cafe and everybody's looking at him like, what is going on? Why is the president of the United States wandering around in this cafe asking for toilet paper or something? Here is the president of your United States wandering around in a cafe before being led away like a small child by an aide. How are your meetings going in Cornwall, Mr. President? How are your meetings going here in Cornwall? They all are laughing at him. There comes his aide. She's like, she's like, come on, Joe, come on, come on. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then there were his, I mean, his aides have a rough job. I mean, it's a, it's a tough job. I understand. I have children of my own. His aides were trying to shoo away the press. There's a Biden-Macron photo op. And his aides are like, we need the cameras to go away because we need to get, Joe, Joe needs a nap. Joe needs a rest. Joe's a little fussy. Got to get him his bottle. Here, here are his aides trying to shoo away the press. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. 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 Th
All the press are shouting out questions and his aides are like, get out of here. Go. Leave. Now is not the time. Joe needs to lie down. My God. Yes. Yes. Things are great. By the way, you want to know the reason that the Europeans are very pro-Joe Biden? Because he is giving them all the things that he that they want, including taxes on American corporations. We'll get to that in just one second. First, let us talk about the fact that if you are working from home, if you're working at the office, you don't want to go to the post office. Okay, Waiting in line is just not something that is worth doing. The post office is great. They do a lot of wonderful things, but you can do all the stuff that you could do at the post office from your home or office, and you could do it for a lot less money and save yourself time in the process. This is where stamps.com comes in. Thanks to stamps.com, you don't have to go to the post office anymore. You can mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer. You can send letters, ship packages, pay less, a lot less, with discounted rates from USPS, UPS, and more. Stamps.com saves businesses thousands of hours, tons of money every year. Here at Daily Wire, we've been using stamps.com since 2017. No more wasting our time. Stamps.com brings all the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS right to your computer. It's a must-have for any business, whether you're a small office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop shipping out orders, or just navigating. The hybrid work-life balance Stamps.com can do all of it. You can use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7, any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. And you get discounts up to 40% off post office rates, up to 66% off UPS shipping rates. And again, Stamps.com is a fraction of the cost of the expensive postage meter. So don't go to the post office anymore. Go to Stamps.com instead. No risk. With my promo code Shapiro, you get a special offer. It includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage. Type in Shapiro. That is Stamps.com. Promo code Shapiro. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Alrighty, so... The G7, what happened there? A few things. Well, one, the United States basically asked other countries to tax American-based corporations. Now, you don't have to love the big tech companies to understand that these are America-based corporations. And the fact they're based in America means a lot of the jobs exist here in the United States. And that we take, for whatever taxes they pay, we take the chief margin of those taxes because they are based in the United States. Okay, well, now the United States government, under the auspices of Joe Biden and Janet Yellen, wishes to announce a global tax on tech companies. The goal is to tax American tech giants. According to the Wall Street Journal editorial board, new rules would allow jurisdictions where global companies earn revenue, market countries to tax a portion of the resulting profits. This would upend a century of global standards that tax companies where their headquarters are based. The G7 makes it sound like this would apply to all large global firms. One might even think it's an improvement on the patchwork of digital services taxes the G7 promises to replace. But... Janet Yellen and her peers didn't devise this idea in a vacuum. Their proposal builds on negotiations already underway at the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, the OECD, for taxes that would apply specifically to digital companies. So in other words, you might think that their new rule, which taxes profits where they are earned, would be good for the United States. We're a giant market. That means that a bunch of businesses selling their product over here, we'd get to tax that, except for the fact that this is explicitly designed in order to tax only giant companies based in the United States. The exemption of profits up to a margin of 10% is the clue. In only a few industries do companies consistently achieve profit margins above that threshold. Digital services is one such industry. Negotiators are carving out exclusions for other industries that otherwise would have to pay the tax. A few non-tech companies may eventually get caught, but witness the efforts to minimize their numbers. One step is Ms. Yellen's offer this spring to limit the new tax to companies with revenue above $20 billion, which captures most American tech firms and excludes the vast majority of the world's other multinational companies. So basically, we're going to allow everybody to tax America-based companies, but we are not going to be able to tax their companies in return. Amazing work. I can't imagine why the G7 loves Joe Biden so much. Why? Why? I mean, clearly, Joe Biden is a leader. And meanwhile, according to the New York Times, 
There are cracks in the coalition. President Biden and fellow Western leaders issued a confrontational declaration about Russian and Chinese government behavior on Sunday, castigating Beijing over its international over, over its internal repression, vowing to investigate the pandemic's origins and excoriating Moscow for using nerve agents and cyber we- and cyber weapons. Concluding the first in-person summit meeting since the outbreak of the COVID pandemic, the leaders tried to present a unified front against a range of threats, but they disagreed about crucial issues from t- from timelines for halting the burning of coal to committing tens or hundreds of billions of dollars to aid to challenge Beijing's Belt and Road Initiative. Still, as they left Cornwall, where they had met at a resort overlooking rocky outcroppings in England's far west, almost all of the participants welcomed a new tone as they began to repair the breaches from four years of dealing with Biden's predecessor, Donald J. Trump. President Emmanuel Macron of France said, it's great to have a U.S. president who's part of the club and very willing to cooperate. Yes, I've noticed. I've noticed. Yes, so so basically, the United States is going to get nothing out of this. Instead, what's going to happen is that the United States is going to cave to everything that Europe wants, which means that the United States will look the other way and actually actively promulgate Iranian involvement in the world economy. The United States will green light things like the Nord Stream 2 pipeline while killing Keystone XL. The United States will look the other way as, the, as China rolls over countries in the surrounding regions. The fact of the matter is this administration has zero interest in facing up to Russia or China. This administration has demonstrated very little willingness to actually take harsh action with regard to either the Putin regime or the Xi Jinping regime over in China. It's pretty obvious that they wish to do exactly what the Europeans want to do, which is dither around until these regimes continue to gain strength, which is kind of amazing because we were told for years that it was Donald Trump who was a cat's paw of the Russians. And that Donald Trump, you know, he was just, he was racist against the Chinese. That was the big problem. He just kept being racist when he said things like Wuhan virus. Now, in reality, when U.S. leadership is soft, the Europeans like to, the, the Europeans are all for soft U.S. leadership until we have to come in and save their asses every 40 years. But the reality is that a soft United States means a more powerful China, more powerful Russia, actors on the world stage getting aggressive. And that's about, that's what we're about to see. We'll get to that in just one moment. First, let us talk about your workout routine. So let me tell you, I've been using my Echelon machine pretty much every day, and it is just great. Echelon is the affordable way to get workout equipment, the workout community, and an instructor's motivation right in the comfort of your own home. In fact, Echelon is so good. I got one for my parents. I got one for my brother-in-law as well. Echelon's fitness app provides you with thousands of live and on-demand classes with great music from your favorite artists. With Echelon, you can work out anytime, day or night, and crush your fitness goals. You just pick your class, climb the leaderboard, cheer each other on, give it your all. You can track your workouts and progress to reach your fitness goals. The machine itself, it's, it's great. It's comfortable. It's easy to use. It doesn't take up a lot of space. And again, it's going to help you keep fit, take off the weight, do what it is you're looking to do to get fit. Echelon certified fitness instructors are supportive, engaging and fun, and they know how to get you moving. They've got a full range of affordable workout equipment. They've got the stationary bikes, of course. They also have smart rollers. They have fitness screens. They have auto-folding treadmills, all connected with that Echelon experience. You get the feeling like you got a personal trainer in your house with you. And right now, my listeners will get a special offer from Echelon. For a limited time only, start your 30-day risk-free trial offer with Echelon's EX3 bike for just $1. It's a special risk-free offer for 30 days with Echelon's EX3 bike for only $1 to start, plus free shipping. The only way to get that special offer, go to echelonfit.com slash Ben, E-C-H-E-L-O-N-F-I-T dot com slash Ben, echelonfit.com slash Ben. Can't speak of it highly enough. It really is terrific. Okay, so when it comes to foreign policy, this administration has essentially no interest in doing anything about China. So the G7 put out a statement about how we need to hold China accountable. Here's what their statement said, quote, 
strengthening transparency and accountability, including reiterating our commitment to the full implementation of and improved compliance with the international health regulations of 2005. This includes investigating, reporting, and responding to outbreaks of unknown origin. We also call for a timely, transparent, expert-led, and science-based WHO convened phase two COVID-19 origin study, including as recommended by the experts report in China. So the G7 is like, we're going to hold China accountable by going to the World Health Organization, the Chinese-run organization that covered for China's malfeasance in the early months of the pandemic that lied to the world at China's behest in late January and said that COVID-19 was not human-to-human transmission. Right? The WHO is a Chinese tool. And now you got the entire G7 being like, you know what? Let's let the WHO do its work. I mean, it's got to be the WHO here, right? Joe Biden called for transparency from China. I mean, or he was eating oatmeal with a fork, one of the two. Here he was. I think China has to start to act uh, more responsibly in terms of international norms on human rights and transparency. Transparency matters across the board. We have to build a system whereby we can know what, when we see another transparent, uh, lack of transparency might produce another vaccine, another pandemic. We have to have access. Um, Yes, he is definitely going to be able to stand up to this Chinese authoritarian regime when he cannot make it through a sentence and also has sort of a congenital unwillingness to face up to the threat that China represents. I love that senior Biden officials, according to Politico, have said investigations into the pandemic's origins should be shepherded by an independent international body like the WHO. But the WHO's first crack at the investigation, released in March, called the lab leak, quote, extremely unlikely after an investigation. Here's the parenthetically. Ready? However, China did not share key lab data and records. Oh, so you mean they came up with a finding that's completely not grounded in any sort of data because the Chinese wouldn't provide the data to the all-knowing, all-seeing WHO? Secretary of State Anthony Blinken was asked about this. So you guys keep saying you want to hold China accountable and you want to get to the bottom of this. And then you're kicking it over to the WHO. So um, you got any idea like how you're going to pressure China to be involved in investigating itself here? Here's Anthony Blinken, inspiring stuff from the Secretary of State. We need to get to the bottom of what happened. Uh, We need accountability, but we also need to understand what happened, why it happened, how it happened, if we're going to be able to put in place uh, the necessary measures to prevent it from happening again, or at least to be in a better place to mitigate uh, the next pandemic if we can't fully prevent one. And so we need we need this transparency. We need this information. Uh, The WHO, you're right. uh, the, The first study that they put out was highly deficient. The leaders of the G7 have come together insisting that China cooperate with the so-called phase two study by the WHO to really get to the bottom of what happened. Oh, so that, that very, very encouraging. That I'm, I feel secure in their hands. Things are going to go absolutely spectacularly well here. And so I'm, I'm so glad they've called for a probe of China. Everything's going to be great, just great. Meanwhile, how's it going on, on Russia? So Joe Biden is supposed to meet with Vladimir Putin. Okay, and um, he knows he's about to get his lunch eaten publicly by Putin because Putin is still very much with it. Putin is out there wrestling bears and icy rivers and crap. Also is a murderer. Okay, so first of all, you have to admire Vladimir Putin's commitment to being a Bond supervillain. Like, have you ever seen his house in Sochi? We're going to have to get a picture of his house in Sochi. It looks like a Bond super lair, a supervillain super lair. It's pretty spectacular. And of course, he murders his enemies and or jails them. So Vladimir Putin was asked this straight up by a reporter from NBC News. So, um, are you a killer? And Putin's like, ah, ah, Mr. Bond. It's pretty 
His commitment to the role is pretty spectacular. Mr. President, are you a kidder? <laughs> Over my tenure, I've gotten used to attacks from all kinds of angles and from all kinds of areas under all kinds of pretext and reasons and of different caliber and fierceness, and none of it surprises me. So as far as harsh rhetoric, I think that this is an expression of overall U.S. culture. Of course, in Hollywood, there are some underlying deep things in Hollywood, macho, which can be treated as cinematic art. But that is part of U.S. political culture where it's considered normal. Okay, and then... You cut to the postscript where that reporter is dead in his room and Vladimir Putin's hands been poisoned with uranium or something. In any case, Joe Biden is supposed to face up to Vladimir Putin. Now, there's a lot of talk about how Donald Trump was, was enthralled to the Russians, right? He was a Russian tool. They had twisted the election in favor of, of Donald Trump. There's only one problem, which is that Donald Trump was a lot harsher on the Russians than Barack Obama was. Barack Obama handed Syria over to the Russians, handed part of Ukraine over to the Russians with pretty much no repercussions at all. Okay, so Joe Biden was asked about you know, are you going to do like a joint presser with Vladimir Putin? How's any of this going to work? And, and give credit to Biden. At least he's sentient enough to know that he's not sentient. So he's like, I'm not going to do a presser with Vladimir Putin because if I do a presser with Vladimir Putin, he's going to look alive and I'm barely alive. This is not a contest about who can do better in front of a press conference or try to embarrass each other. <laughs> it's about making myself very clear what the conditions are to get a better relationship are with Russia. We're not looking for conflict. We are looking to resolve those actions which we think are inconsistent with international norms. We're not looking for conflict. We're, we're, we're looking to be friends. Yes, this is going to go extremely well. Meanwhile, Nancy Pelosi, another geriatric daughter, explains that uh, Vladimir Putin is going to meet his match in Joe Biden. Yes, yes, I'm sure. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that Putin isn't just going to deceive him and lie to him and be exactly the sort of evil dictator he's been for, you know, 20 years at this point. He's probably probably this guy, Joe Biden, this houseplant over here is going to stand up to, to Vladimir Putin in, in magnificent ways. Again, I'm rooting for the president of the United States to do better here. I'm rooting for him to stand up to China and rooting for him to stand up to Russia. He is not congenitally disposed to do this, nor is he, I think, mentally capable of standing up to Vladimir Putin at this point by all available indicators. But here's Nancy Pelosi assuring us that probably we should take her at her word. The president of former president of the United States, for whatever reason, whether the Russians had personal, political or financial uh, leverage over him, just kowtowed, catered to Putin in a way that was humiliating to the United States of America. And when when Putin hears about some of the violations of of the rights of his own people, he laughs. This is a thug. This is a thug, but he is the head of a, a, an important state in terms of the issues you raised. Mm -hmm. The president should meet with him, uh, and I, I, uh, I think he's going to meet a very different president than one who was at the mercy of Putin. Mm. So, yes, I, I'm sure, yes, I, I, Nancy Pelosi is the kind of person who definitely would stand up to bad actors, right? I mean, she's assuring us here that Joe Biden will stand up to bad actors, and Donald Trump was weak. But Nancy Pelosi herself is the kind of person who would stand up to bad actors, right? Yeah, not so much. We'll get to that in just one second. First, let us talk about the greatest Father's Day gift you can give. I'm talking about meat. I'm talking about steak. I'm talking, of course, about Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks delivers guaranteed quality and safety with every order. Every order is flash frozen, vacuum sealed, safely delivered in a cooler with dry ice, stays ready to cook in the freezer for months. Omaha Steaks has an amazing limited-time Father's Day offer just released for my listeners. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter the code SHAPIRO into the search bar, order the Dad's Best Grill Pack. For $99.99, here's what you get. 
28 of Omaha Steaks' favorite entrees. I mean, for, for like 100 bucks. Four, bacon wrap fillets. Four, premium boneless chicken breasts. Four, boneless pork chops. Eight, gourmet jumbo franks. Plus, the all-time favorite made from scratch, caramel apple tartlets, Omaha Steaks signature seasoning packet, and eight free filet mignon burgers for just $99.99. I mean, that is a hell of a deal. And let me tell you, they gave me a kosher Omaha steak years ago. I still dream about this. I mean, look at that deal. That's an amazing deal. It's an unbelievable offer at 59% savings. The packages are selling out fast. Do not wait. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use keyword Shapiro order. The Dad's Best Grill Pack today. That is omahasteaks.com, keyword Shapiro, for a 59% savings and eight free filet mignon burgers. Go check them out right now. Man, that is a great deal. Father's Day gift from Omaha Steaks. Alrighty, we'll get to more in the news in just one second. First, if you have seen the Walkaway series on YouTube, you've likely stumbled on the video of our very own Georgia Howe, a former teacher and liberal who saw the ideological indoctrination sweeping the nation. She was brave enough to publicly stand against it. In her new show, Office Hours, she offers her unique perspective as a former leftist, which you can now get anywhere you go with the Office Hours podcast. Go check it out. Whether it's discussing critical race theory with co-author of the groundbreaking grievance studies, James Lindsay, or transgenderism with the author of Irreversible Damage, Abigail Schreier, her show offers a wealth of incredible information from some of America's most important voices. You can download, you can listen to it anywhere. So subscribe and download Office Hours with Georgia Howe on Apple Podcasts or whatever your platform of choice may be. Get ready for the ultimate listening experience no matter where you are. Also, if you like listening to me debunk leftist lies, you'll love hearing Candace Owens do the same thing. And if you want to be able to do that no matter where you go, you should download and subscribe Candace, the audio podcast. Whether she's asking Donald Trump, Questions like whether she can hop on his ticket in 2024 or giving feminism the roast it always deserves with her panel of guests. You're always guaranteed a smart, funny, interesting listening experience. Again, download and subscribe to Candace, the audio podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to leave a five-star review. Keep her podcast trending in the charts of the way her name trends on Twitter. You're listening to the fastest growing, largest conservative podcast and radio show in the nation. So meanwhile, while Nancy Pelosi is explaining that Joe Biden is going to stand up to Vladimir Putin, a couple of things. One, Joe Biden is not, in fact, standing up to Vladimir Putin. In fact, how much is he not doing so? Well, President Biden apparently said over the weekend that he would be doing swaps of cyber criminals with Moscow. And he said, well, if Moscow catches American cyber criminals and we catch Russian cyber criminals, maybe we'll just swap them. You know, like we'll just swap them out. Um, and then the White House is like, nah, you know what? We're not going to do that. The White House is like, Pay no attention to grandpa over there because he doesn't know what in the world he is talking about. Biden had entertained an idea Putin floated in a TV interview about extraditing criminals who engaged in ransom hacking either against the United States or Russia when he was asked about it at a press conference. Biden was like, you know, maybe, maybe we could talk about swapping criminals. And then um, and then the White House is like, yeah, don't pay attention to him because uh, he's crazy. So that's going well. Meanwhile, Nancy Pelosi saying that Joe Biden is definitely going to stand up to Vladimir Putin. Uh, Nancy Pelosi cannot stand up to a to a mild wind. I mean, we know that Joe Biden can't either. Like he falls down Air Force One stairs if there's a breeze that's above seven miles an hour, apparently. But Nancy Pelosi cannot stand up to her own party in the slightest. You'll remember the last week there's a large scale conflagration when 12 House Democrats condemned Ilhan Omar and asked her to clarify her anti-Semitic and anti-American comments. And then she sort of walked him back a little bit. And then Nancy Pelosi like, I guess we're done here. So over the weekend, she was asked about this. And she was asked, you know, have you chided Ilhan Omar at all? And Nancy Pelosi was like, everything's fine with Ilhan. She's, she's great. She's just, here we go. Nancy Pelosi, you know, the person who is saying we need to stand up to Vladimir Putin, she can't even stand up to the uh, anti-American wing of her own party. Congresswoman Omar is a valued member of our caucus. She 
asked her questions of the Secretary of State. Nobody criticized those about how people will be held accountable if we're not going to the International Court of Justice. That was a very legitimate question. Mm-hmm. That was not of concern. Members did become concerned when the, the uh, tweet that was put out equated the United States with the Taliban well, and Hamas. Rashida Tlaib is accusing and, of policing and, women and, of and, and then she clarified it. Mm-hmm. And we thanked her for clarification. So do you want people to just let it go? They, they could say whatever they want. But what I'm saying is, is end of subject. She clarified. We thanked her. End of subject. Oh, well, um, <laughs> she clarified. We thanked her. End of subject. Yeah, except for, you know, that that little calendar from Futurama that says days since Ilhan Omar said something terribly anti-American and or anti-Semitic. And now it's reading like two has been like two days. Yeah, that that calendar has never gotten to more than about 20. OK, so we'll just be right back here in a couple of weeks and Nancy Pelosi will surrender to the squad once again. Meanwhile, the squad continues to feel its oats. Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez out there in public ripping this Democratic leadership. So meanwhile, while the Democratic leadership is like, Ilhan is doing great. We love her. She's leave her on the Foreign Affairs Committee. Here is Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, uh, a full-scale dullard, slamming the Democratic leadership for rebuking Ilhan Omar. How dare they? Like, like it's just, oh, like, like wow. We know that... Uh, you know, these very intense news cycles, which, by the way, started this whole hubbub started with right wing uh, news outlets taking what she said out of context. And when we feed into that, it adds legitimacy to a lot of this kind of right wing vitriol. It absolutely kind of increases um, that that target. And as someone who has experienced that, uh, you know, it's it's very difficult to communicate um, the scale and how dangerous, you know, that, so that dangerous. Oh. is. Oh, it's so dangerous. It's Her life is so tough, Alexandra. <laughs> Weep for her. <laughs> oh. It's just, it's unbelievable, right? So Nancy Pelosi's kowtowing with these folks. And meanwhile, you got AOC out there. Like, you know, it started with the right, really? Were all those Jewish Democrats right-wingers? I missed it. They're all registered Democrats in the Democratic Party. Elected Democrats were ripping on Ilhan Omar. And yet it, so there she is. How could and, and Nancy Pelosi clearly is a right winger. Secretly, she's a right winger, according to AOC. We'll get to more on this in just one moment. First, let's say you were a duke of an intergalactic house and one day your emperor decided to give you an additional desert planet to rule. Well, you probably think that sounds like an amazing gift. Wrong you are. because That same emperor decided to blindside you and murder you in your sleep. Pretty sure Duke Leto really wished he had some life insurance the moment that hunter seeker pierced his body. No one likes to talk about life insurance, but it's incredibly important and you need to include it in your financial planning this year. Start shopping now with Policy Genius. Find the right policy to protect your family today. Give yourself the peace of mind that comes with knowing that if something were to happen to you, your family can cover all their expenses while getting back on their feet. Policy Genius's technology makes comparing life insurance quotes from America's top insurers easy. Just a few clicks. You already have a life insurance policy through work, but that might not be enough. And if you move jobs, then it doesn't follow you. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies starting at just 292 bucks per year for a million dollars in coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. When they make it this easy, there really is not an excuse not to do it. Save time, money, provide your family with financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head on over to policygenius.com slash Shapiro or click that link in the description. Get your free life insurance quotes. See how much you could save. That's policygenius.com slash Shapiro. Meanwhile, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez didn't 
merely limit herself to attacking the Democratic leadership in the House. She was also attacking the Senate Democrats because it turns out that the smartest way to ensure that your radical legislation gets passed is by crapping all over Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema. That's definitely going to work. Here is Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez using her her strategic mind. I mean, she's she's so strategic, guys. I mean, she, she's brilliant at this. She's she's Von Clausewitz like here she is. I do think that we need to talk about the elephant in the room, uh, which is Senate Democrats, which are blocking crucial items in a Democratic agenda um, for very, I think, uh, for reasons that I don't think hold a lot of water. And for folks saying, okay, you know, we need, where are you going to get these 50 votes? I think we really need to start asking some of these Democratic senators where they plan on getting 60 votes. Um, So, yeah. So she's attacking the House Democratic leadership and the Senate Democratic leadership. Here's the thing about the Democratic Party and their majority right now. It is a fragile coalition. It's a coalition of people like Joe Manchin, who has nothing in common with AOC, and Kristen Sinema, who has very little in common with AOC, and then AOC. And the House Democrats have decided that they need to cater to the most woke among them, the most progressive members of their own party, which is silliness. Those are the people you need to cater to the least. Seriously, they're going to vote with your progressive priorities when you actually encode those in legislation. When's the last time that these votes were the swing voters? Right, really, if you want your party to be able to pass anything, you need to be looking to, to placate the blue dogs. You don't need to be looking to placate your far left wing. But Nancy Pelosi is so scared crapless of the squad that she continues to just feed them more rope. They're going to hang her with it. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing to watch. Meanwhile, AOC also had words about whether Justice Breyer should retire. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that Justice Breyer is sitting there just on tenterhooks waiting to hear what AOC has to say about whether he should leave his, uh, leave his position on the Supreme Court. Just to be clear, you do think that Justice Stephen Breyer should retire at the end of this term? Um, you know, I, 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 it's something I'd, I'd think about, but I, I would probably lean towards yes. Um, but yes, you're, actually, you're asking me this question, so I would, just, I would give more thought to it, but, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm inclined to say yes. Yes, and I'm sure that Justice Breyer will take that under advisement. Uh, also, AOC said the quiet part out loud. She said that we have to rig the election processes from now on. We can't just rely on winning elections anymore, she says. Especially if Senate Democrats are not going to pass reforms on H.R. 1, we cannot rely solely on, on a wish of winning elections, um, particularly in the Senate, uh, when voting rights are under attack in Georgia, Arizona, um, and, and Texas, across the country. And if we're not going to pass H.R. 1 with the preemptive clauses that can roll some of that uh, voter suppression attacks back, yeah, I believe that we should protect our Supreme Court. And I thought that should absolutely be a consideration. Mm, mm. Yeah, I mean, we can't rely on winning elections anymore. It's probably better if we, if we just rely on rigging the, strat- the strategy by which we vote in the first place. Meanwhile, Democratic governance in the city continues to be absolutely terrible. Statistics out of Atlanta demonstrate massive increases in homicides. According to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, after historically deadly 2020, Atlanta homicides are up nearly 60% in 2021. It turns out radicalism has consequences. According to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, Atlanta police have investigated 64 homicide cases in 2021, a 58% increase over this time last year. The surge follows a historically deadly 2020 when authorities investigated 157 homicide cases, the most in more than two decades. Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms has referred to the spike in violence as a COVID crime wave. 
But the city's death toll continues to mount as more Georgians get vaccinated and life returns to normal. Because it wasn't a COVID crime wave, gang. It was a BLM crime wave. Okay, we all know when the crime wave began and it wasn't with the beginning of COVID. As of June, Atlanta's murders are up and shootings have increased by 40% according to the latest data. Meanwhile, overall arrests are down by about 43% as Atlanta's police force remains more than 400 officers under its authorized level. More than 200 officers quit the force in 2020, many after criminal charges were filed against the two officers involved in the deadly shooting of Rayshard Brooks and other officers who used their tasers on two college students during last summer's protest downtown. Another 75 Atlanta police officers have left since the start of the year, records show. But department leaders say that morale is stabilizing. They plan to hire 250 new officers in the next fiscal year, beginning July 1st. Except for how that's not going to work at all, because it turns out that when you take up radical grievances and destroy the law enforcement community, it's very difficult to restaff. Dr. Karen Sullivan, Fulton County Medical Examiner, said her office conducts death examinations from cities across Fulton. Most of the homicide victims they encounter are killed in Atlanta. Remember, Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms was widely considered a final possibility for Joe Biden as his VP candidate. And she's presided over this mass murder increase in her city. Anecdotally, it seems as though the complexity of the homicide is increasing, said Sullivan. Years ago, the vast majority of homicide cases due to gunshot wounds were one, maybe two, rarely, rarely three gunshot wounds. Now it's quite common for people to have been shot 10 or 12 times. So things are going great in Atlanta. Crime in Atlanta has become a central issue in this year's race for City Hall, especially after Bottoms announced she would not seek re-election in the fall. Some have called for Buckhead residents to break away and form their own city. State officials have started stepping in to address Atlanta's rise in crime. Homicides are up in many cities across the nation, yet critics believe Atlanta has not done all it could to stem the rise in violent crime. Many saw Bottoms as slow to respond to the surge in killings. Momentum was building for opposition in November's election even before she dropped out of the race. And this is happening in major cities across the country because the radicals are in control. And now the Democrats wish to extend that radicalism across the spectrum. Make no mistake, the DOJ policy pursued by the Biden administration, which is directed against police departments across the nation, will result in fewer officers working. It will result in less policing by the officers who do work. It will result in more crime. It's amazing how good intentions are for the left invariably paired with crappy results. Meanwhile, you have the entire Democratic Party circulating around the idea now. They've come up, the economy is falling apart, right? We can see that the economy is in serious trouble right now. Because we have something like 9 million open jobs and 3.5 million people applying for those jobs. We only gained 3.5 million jobs since this pandemic effectively ended. And that is because of the bad economic policy pushed by the Biden administration. And yet every day we hear how they're going to double down. Every day. And in fact, now they're beginning to change their messaging. They've got Ezra Klein over at the New York Times. He put out a piece today literally talking about how it's good that we are paying people to stay out of the job market. It's good now. They're always going to move the goalposts. The goalposts used to be, look how many jobs we're creating. Now it's, look how many jobs we're not creating. Because, you know, if we pay people to stay out of the workforce, then maybe we'll raise wages as a result. Good luck with all of this, Democrats. You break it, you bought it, and you don't have Trump to kick around anymore. So at a certain point, you're going to have to start to govern. Good luck to you. Alrighty, we'll be back here later today with an additional hour of content. In the meantime, go check out The Michael Moles Show today. He discusses YouTube censoring a sitting United States Senator. You can hear more details about that story over on Michael's show. That is available right this moment. I'm Ben Shapiro. This is The Ben Shapiro Show. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to help spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out the other Daily Wire podcasts, 
including The Andrew Clavin Show, The Michael Knowles Show, and The Matt Walsh Show. Thanks for listening. The Ben Shapiro Show is produced by Elliot Feld, executive producer Jeremy Boring. Our supervising producer is Mathis Glover, and our assistant director is Pavel Wydowski. Editing is by Adam Saievitz. Audio is mixed by Mike Coromina. Hair and makeup is by Fabiola Cristina. Production assistant is Jessica Kranz. The Ben Shapiro Show is a Daily Wire production. Copyright Daily Wire 2021. Joe Biden becomes a laughingstock at the G7 summit. BLM race hustlers turn on each other. And YouTube censors a sitting U.S. senator. Check it out on The Michael Knowles Show. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean, you know, like free. So when you switch to Pure Talk today, you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fee, just a free Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick charging battery, and top-tier data security. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. PureTalk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network. It's the same coverage you know and love, but for half the price of the other guys. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year. So I challenge you to choose a company that actually doesn't hate your guts and shares your values. Let PureTalk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Go to puretalk.com Shapiro to claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com Shapiro to switch to my cell phone company. I've been using them for years. They're fantastic. You'll love them as well. Go to puretalk.com Shapiro and claim your eligibility on that free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Start saving.